0: rusty boys okay sorry
1: <laughs> maybe you could try not saying things that are false during the <laughs> intro that might help <laughs> I'm like I'm, it's a bit <laughs> I'm joking all right <clears> just, third time's the try I'm and back and whatever, and whatever. it's we'll what, makes. See what happens no one knows what's gonna happen okay <laughs> hi I'm Michaela Lieberman and I'm Jeff Bellin welcome to office hours so we're back with a second season of office hours that's right a second
0: season full of unpredictable twists and turns, and we're so happy to be back. I graduated last year.
1: So I'm still here. Bellin's uh, still here. Didn't get fired.
0: Didn't get fired, but got new glasses. They're very <laughs> cool. Check them out.
1: Uh, and so we, we, and the thing we should say is that we don't really know. Just like last year, we had no idea what was going to happen. Again, we don't know what's going to happen with the second season of Office Hours. We were kind of like, okay, maybe we're done, leave us alone. People were like, no, get back in there and do another season. <laughs> And wow. we're kind of not that strong-willed, and so here we are, kind of, and we'll see what happens with the next season.
0: That's right. That's right. But on this season, at least on this episode, yeah. we have two fabulous Deans. We've got Dean Roberts, Patty Roberts, and Dean Gershowitz, Adam Gershowitz.
1: Right. And, and it's, it's the way that their roles are structured is, for the time being, it's kind of temporary positions, uh, but uh, Patty Roberts is the vice-dean of the law school, and Professor Gershowitz, Adam Gershowitz, is the Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development, and they basically run the school.
0: They run the show, folks. Get on their good side, is what (laughs) I'll say. Uh, No, they're great, great people, great professors, great administrators. They care a lot about this school, and it turns out they may have some good advice for you as you navigate this next year.
1: Of right. law school. And that was the idea. We thought for the first episode of the second season, let's get on the people who are really running this show and hear from them about, you know, kind of tips and where they're coming from as a way to help kind of new listeners who would be the 1Ls, uh, maybe get a sense of what's going on in the law school, bring back our tried and true audience of 2Ls, 3Ls, alums who can't get enough of Michaela and then you know the mass audience that's just on the edge of coming to the show. That's and right. We'll just love it all. Yeah.
0: Well, we hope you enjoy the following interview with both of these deans. William and Mary a special place in large part because of these two individuals. So stay tuned. <laughs> Dean Roberts. Gershwitz, welcome to office hours.
2: Boy, thank you for having us.
3: I've been waiting a while, so yes, thank you.
0: Yeah, we've kept you on the back burner <laughs> for a little too long. Mm-hmm. Did da- nobody else <laughs> say
1: yes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had a tough time booking guests, it turns um, out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <because>
1: <laughs> Professor Gershwitz was our number one guest, and it just, but it's just each season it hasn't worked out. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Gersh, you're busy. You've got You've got Twitter followers to attend to and Instagram. you know all the other administrators. He's in charge of the Instagram. He's in charge too. of Instagram. You and know I'm sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Dean Roberts, unfortunately, you're being very underpaid. <laughs> right. But really, we're so happy to have you guys. Well, thank you. Yeah.
3: We're glad to be here.
0: Well, we're glad to have you in part because uh, we think there's no better way <laughs> to open this next season of Office Hours than with two of the most important people in the school. All
1: right, the people who actually run it.
0: That's right. With that.
1: Let's get right. to know Let's our guests, right? Let's start with Dean Roberts because yeah. she he'll okay. probably play along. You got to cool. go in hierarchical order. Right? Yeah, 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 she yeah, yeah. 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 She's okay. at and the tip top. The vice dean apparently
2: not on the guest list. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have been on the guest list forever but we're like Dean Roberts has too many <laughs> <laughs> substantive <laughs> <laughs> things to do. And just just
1: to be clear when I said he was our number one guest, that was mocking. No, no, no. Him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. right. No, it wasn't uh, actually
0: true. Yeah, he's playing Minesweeper all day. So like we knew we could
3: ask him at any time. 1994? What year is
0: it? Minesweeper. Fair enough. (coughs) Dean Roberts.
2: Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I'm from Long Island originally. Are you? I knew I liked you. You sassy broad. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I left New York when I was 12, have spent most of my life since then in Virginia, and went to college in Central Virginia at a women's college that no longer exists because now they accepted men. And um, then came to law school here and sort of stayed.
1: So you're a William & Mary Law School grad?
2: I am, class of 1992. Wow. Cool. Yeah.
0: And then how long did it take you to come back?
2: A red hot minute. No, a red hot, hot minute. Was <laughs> it was eight years. I okay. practiced civil litigation in Newport News, Virginia for eight years. And then I decided that was not really the career I had hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wanted to teach young minds like you, Michaela. And Thank you
0: for saying young.
2: Yeah. And so here I am came Great. here in 2000. Dean Gershowitz. Hi. Tell us
0: about,
3: who's who's Adam Gershowitz? Uh, so he's a professor at William & Mary who uh-huh. grew up in New Jersey. All right. Yeah, very close to Long Island, actually. Um, and then I went to college in Delaware because most people try to leave New Jersey. Sure. And then I went <laughs> to law school at UVA, and I worked for a judge in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then I worked at a law firm in D.C., and then I worked at two law schools in Texas, mm-hmm. and I've been here for seven years. Excellent. Seven
0: years. And um, Professor Bellin also taught at a law school in Texas. Sure. Did we
3: knew th- each other a little. Did
0: you
1: really?
3: In the, in the Texas circuit, the Texas law process. Oh, is it a
0: cool circuit? <laughs> no. no. No, that's
3: why we left. We, we oh. both, <laughs> left. <You laughs> both left. You <So> both left. You were <laughs> like, we got to get out? Right. Yeah. And we both showed up at the same time, right?
0: Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, same year. Did you
0: always get along? Now, for our listeners, if you don't know, Professor Gershowitz and Professor Bellin are, are good friends, I could say. Is right? that,
3: are we going to stipulate to that? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Do we want it on the record? That's mm. uh, yes.
3: Yeah, I'd say the answer is that. They're, to they're
0: yes. good friends. Did you like each other immediately? Yeah,
3: but we
1: didn't know each other. Oh, yeah. We yeah, didn't I know each other true. that. Yeah. We didn't know
3: each other. Well. Interesting story about this. We know each other that well. We arrived in town at the same time and my furniture arrived at my house with my family and Professor Bellin's furniture did not. And he kind of (laughs) suggested, maybe I should make room on the couch for him (laughs) to like move in for a while. (laughs) I don't think we took you up on that, did we? Where'd you stay?
0: (laughs) Oh boy, just on the floor. I'm not the guest of this. Okay. Podcast. Well, I'm so interested <laughs> in all I'm of sh- you.
3: <laughs> but ever since then, you would say we were thick as thieves. Thick right? as thieves. <laughs> thick and
0: so, what and kind of? Th- th- you said you practiced civil litigation mm-hmm. in Newport News. Yes. And what was the focus
2: of that? What, did you have a specialty? There was some medical malpractice, cool, and personal <laughs> injury, um, and some real estate.
0: Cool. But then you come back to William and Mary, and you start the veterans you
1: benefits. Like generates club. clinics like you, no one has ever yeah, clinics <laughs> <laughs> before. Yeah, you.
2: It's
0: unbelievable. Yeah. Tell us about a little bit about the history of the clinics and maybe what the clinic is for our mm-hmm. listeners who are looking forward to taking a clinic.
2: I um, will tell you that when I was invited to be a clinician here, because first I was an administrator. I was okay. an administrator here for eight or nine years. Oh, wow. Um, became an associate dean, and then we needed a director of clinics, and, you know, I was not really doing much, so they said, how about you? And so I went through the whole faculty hiring process. And... Um, we had four external clinics at the time, um, and we didn't have any in house clinics, and we really should have. So um, we started to build the in house clinical program. And the first one was the, vet- or the first two were the Veterans Benefits Clinic and the Special Education Advocacy Clinic. Cool. So I taught the latter um, for four years and then took over the Veterans Benefits Clinic from uh, the founding managing attorney, uh, one of our graduates, Stacey Ray Simcox, and her husband, Mark Matthews.
1: And it's a huge success story because now we have so many clinics. I think yeah. enough yeah. for uh, – how would you describe, like, the volume of clinic space now?
2: Well, we have nine clinics now, um, and there are seats for 200 students, wow. second- and third-year students in a variety of areas, appellate and Supreme Court litigation and business law, elder law, um, domestic violence, family law. So yeah. there are, there's a whole host of options for students. Um, and we have so many clinics that the law school had to build us an addition, so that's exciting. And we have it new it space.
1: We weren't here at the time it started, but I think this is fair to say that it was a weakness mm. of the school, and now it's a strength. And, it, and it's really due to you.
2: Well, you know, you're asking the wrong person. Of course I would say yes. Well, yeah, right. yeah. I've sure.
1: heard it from other people. <laughs> okay. right. It yeah. Seems yeah. Mostly, <laughs> mostly your friends. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
2: So
0: that's amazing. What, you've done so much for the school. Professor Gershowitz, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's a laughs> um, yeah, that's that's hard to follow, really, right? Um, so I've taught criminal law, and <laughs> I my, crossed you my arms defensively. his, yeah, his and
0: posture. <laughs> yeah, it was very Ouch. unfair,
1: yeah. I'm only kidding.
0: Ouch. You're you're a celebrity professor here.
3: I don't think that's true. That's but true. No, I weird. have taught a lot of classes. So I have taught um, a whole bunch of criminal law classes. I taught contracts mm-hmm. a couple of times. Um, yeah. And in my previous life, I actually taught property and constitutional law and I've got a course on how to take depositions and so uh to a death penalty class I've Did taught a lot of really? different classes yeah so
0: gosh you really you teach it all
3: I do but it's in varying different levels of competence. <laughs> yeah. but Go right on. now so right now I teach and then I sort of oversee the research and faculty part of the school for a temporary basis, not permanently. Oh, it's a temporary uh, basis. Oh, it's temporary. Okay. This, is your, this might be your last this year? This is the last year. This is yes. the last year. I've tried blackmail.
1: I've tried bribery. And he's very I've good at that everything. also.
3: I don't think I'm that good at that, but I'm. I, it's all right. It's nice. going so, fine.
1: What I thought we were talking about a little yeah. was kind of what, what do you say to new students and, like, what should they be doing? Focusing on how should they be approaching their kind of first couple weeks? Yeah. Is that a good question? I think it's a great question.
2: (laughs) Well, you are teaching first year, so maybe you have a little more applicable advice to start with.
3: Yeah, so I would say um, you've got to maintain a balanced life, right? Right. So there's a lot of stuff. It's mostly new, um, and you don't really... um, You have this inclination or instinct to be like, I'm just going to study, memorize everything, buy every study guide that I can find, and I'm going to kill it by just going after everything and grabbing it. And that's just wildly unrealistic. You don't know that when you're a 1L, but you should sort of slow and steady, right? And you should go to the gym and go to movies and pay attention in class and text less, but also (laughs) um, not feel as though you need to know every single thing right now. We will sort of guide you to the right spot by the end.
2: I think that's great advice. And I would also say, take take care of the personal side of your life. So Call your mom, you know, stay in touch with your friends, um, make new friends, do things that will recharge you when you're not studying. And as a 1L, I think the ones who are most successful are the ones who treat it like a job. They come Mm -hmm. in the morning, they work all day, they go to class and study in between, and then, you know, they do some normal stuff on the weekends and the evenings um, because it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Totally. Do you guys remember your first day of law school, your first week of law school?
0: Yes.
3: Well, I do. I mean, you may not have been there. I do this orientation speech. Oh, it's where a I great bit. About, I mean, it it's is a good great. bit. It's great. It really works. And so they, I remember it because I was scared out of my mind, right, because the professor just went after this student so hard the first day. And he survived fine, but I was like, I am not going to hack it here. And, I, you know, where I went to law school, a lot of people had come from, like, these fancy places and fancy schools or something like a paralegal at a big DC law firm. And I all seemed to know stuff um, and I didn't know anything, right? So like my mom was a school librarian and my dad drove a truck and I didn't know, I literally didn't know any lawyers, right? And so I looked at this the first day, and I was like, I am never gonna hack it here. And then students should take heart that I felt like I'm never gonna hack it there. And I did find it now today, I have massive ego. And so yeah. you can really grow so from that really. to <laughs> quite a substantial <laughs> level of confidence. So <laughs> you can have
1: this ego too. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
0: So what, what made you I'm gonna get back to this question for you too, Dean Robert, but what made you go to law school? it doesn't sound like you had you came from a culture of lawyers or anything like that. Yeah, so I loved
3: I just loved being in college that you could sort of study what you wanted and sort of think about things, mm-hmm. and I got really interested in a bunch of, I had a great professor who is a criminal justice professor, so I actually have an undergraduate degree in criminal justice, cool. um, and I was going to get a PhD in political science, and this guy took me aside and said, you should try to become a law professor, so I actually went to law school, quite the opposite of Professor <coughs> Bell, and I went to law school with the express purpose of becoming a law professor, which was like 80% about love of knowledge, and 20, 20% I'd say about like I don't want anyone to ever tell me what to do, and mm-hmm. I want to sleep late. <laughs> and so those are really what motivated me to go to law school. But the, the love of knowledge thing was really fun yeah. too. So I cool. think the
2: performance aspect would have been a big part of your decision.
0: I was very
3: quiet though. Were when you? I was, uh, when I was a student, I was very quiet. I was afraid of everything. Were
0: you a performer growing up at all? No. Really? When did you
3: no. start? Yeah. When did you I'm discover a real you were funny? Performer? Performer? No. You know what?
0: Give it up, okay, <laughs> Gershwin? Give it up. You're a performer. I'm telling mm. you. When did it? When did you realize you were funny? It's
3: so I really reject the premise of your point, but oh um, my god, you're <laughs> such um, a wet blanket! <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I just. N- I found that I was pretty good at teaching, and I think this. This will sound sort of humble braggish too, but I thought I was pretty good at teaching because I really had to study a lot mm-hmm. to know how to explain something to somebody else, and so I was good at it because I would overprepare for everything, mm. right? And then I found that when students would say like. Insult like stupid things. I actually didn't have any filter for like insulting sometimes, and a little. And it turns out people like that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's gone fine, really, for the most part.
0: And so, Dean Roberts, what was your? Do you have memories from your first
2: day or week of law school? I do. Um, I was. I, I guess I was quiet when I got here. I. You come to law school and you you do think that everybody else is smarter than you because it's sure. such an indoctrination to a new way of thinking. Oh. Yeah, it's humbling. And you oh, come yeah. to school and everybody else did really well because they got to law school too and you just have this sense of maybe uh, you know I won't be able to cut it here um as it turns out I slipped by you know but the, the really crazy thing for me is that a lot of the teachers that I had when I was here are still teaching here so mm-hmm. it's uh it's been interesting to move from the student in class who was really nervous that professor Butler would call on her to professor like she's Butler. my, but- my uh, <laughs> you know she's my mentor and
1: Uh, If you if you had if you had to say just like one thing like what's the biggest thing that's changed at William and Mary since your time as a student?
2: Um, I don't know. That's a really good question.
1: Is it because it's only one thing? Do you want do you want more? You want to be able to say three?
2: No. Um,
1: Fewer. Zero.
2: (laughs) <laughs> You've stumped me. I all have right. to really think about this. You're gonna have to cut out a lot of dead space. There. It's
1: it, you know the truth is it's not because Dean Roberts can't think of the one thing. She's thinking all right here's the one thing, but am I gonna say this that's on, right. on <laughs> air? Because <laughs> it's I either something really yeah. bad about old William Mary <laughs> <laughs> or new William Mary. So we can't. Yeah, that's that's you how I function. I ask the questions that get no answer here sure. on the podcast, and people are There's like, like
0: "Belling could use some work."
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a great question, except it has no answer, <laughs> so, <laughs> it, <has> so <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> okay, it's of an answer. I had long enough. Good. We're yeah, professionals, yeah, yeah. don't we? Good
2: work. Um, so, I think the biggest difference would be when I was a law student here, it was back at the time when you really were afraid of your professors. Like, you, you didn't want to be called on, or you felt like you'd be stupid if you were called on. And I feel like the faculty now is a lot more focused on making sure their students learn the material, they're more engaging, they use more active learning techniques. And so, um, and, and they have. Uh, relationships with them outside the classroom so you know there's pie eating contests and basketball games student and faculty there's podcasts with student ah. and fac- students and faculty so in that way I think that the relationships between faculty and students have changed a lot from back then where it was more of a really like professors were scary and
3: mm-hmm.
2: now they're not so scary they're funny
3: yeah. At the first law school that I taught at, there was a professor, and he would not only make you sort of be on call, he would make you stand for Ooh. the whole thing, and it went on for a long time. And that was, I'm not that old, right? That was not that long ago that he he's retired, like, two or three years now, but that used to go on regularly. And I don't think anybody here does anything like no. that. I no, I like no, how no. he
2: says, I'm not that old, <laughs> are you inferring? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, like,
3: it happened a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Totally. Wow. How do you think that's a lot different?
1: I like that this new focus on the kind of well-being of the students. I think is th- that's very recent, and mm-hmm. so we now have these wellness programs, and and I think like you're. It's funny that th- when we ask them for advice, I think you know ten years ago it'd be like brief your cases, sit in the front row, mm-hmm. and now it's it's a real focus on the the bigger picture, mm-hmm. and that's been something that schools didn't do at all in the past, and are kind of getting to now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so important,
1: right? I think uh, it's uh, so obviously that even if you just want to think of it in terms of learning, you're not going to learn if you're distracted Exhausted. or, yeah, you can't, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: Right. And you have to cultivate those habits, I think, in school. Yeah. Because eventually, you get out into practice, and it's in some ways a lot harder, I you know? That's I mean, where yeah. it came from,
1: that there was, there was a problem in the profession. Right. And then it was, you know, how, where can we talk to this? Mm-hmm. How do we get people to think about the big picture early? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other other advice? Like, what about where should you sit in the classroom?
3: Well, don't sit in the back Mm -hmm. if you can help it. And don't feel the need to sit in the front. So, if you want to sit in the front, that's great. But if you think, like, I'm going to be a successful law student because I'm going to sit in the front, it doesn't really work that way. You don't want to be, you don't really want to be the person who's like, my hand is in the air at all times kind of person. Mm -hmm. But if you're sitting in the front because you're like, it'll get me to pay better attention, then go ahead, right? But, you know, just go with the flow kind of right
0: yeah kind of like relax you know Mm -hmm. and like i i think part of sitting in the front is and not raising your hand all the time is about listening like you can learn so much by not saying anything and just listening mm-hmm. to your peers and listening to your professor sometimes the instinct like i certainly felt this in my first week was to show that i had done the work and that i was prepared and to that i was enthusiastic and wanted to participate and you kind of do a worse job absorbing the content yeah, i was gonna say
1: that, that went away by the time way. you got to my class yeah i was like oh god <laughs> try me balance <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i actually would like uh, you know i've I, push people
3: to um, raise their hands more.
1: Mm. Well, there's a difference
3: between you did. teach the 2L and 3L class, oh right? So you don't point. have a 1L yeah, students. So the 1L right, students yeah. don't usually suffer from this. And I should say most of them are very balanced about it, right? But every once in a while you get students who are not fully aware um, or who I think really are trying to sort of show that they're doing a good job, and it's not helpful to them mm-hmm. to do that. Well, you've got to do mm-hmm. exactly what Michaela described, thank which you, is why right. she did so well here, right? Thank
1: you. It's, thank all, about, you. it's all about engagement, though. Like So yes, I think one absolutely. way to force yourself to engage is to volunteer. And, volunteer, right?
2: and yeah. I think a big change from undergrad that um, surprises law students it's, is it's not just about memorizing the material, mm. learning the material. I mean, the whole point of um, getting uh, faculty, getting you to think on your feet and engage in classes so that you'll be able to transfer what it is you're learning to other situations other fact situations so the more that you can be engaged um, and not just worrying about getting every word back down that the professor is saying um, the more you're actually practicing for those skills you'll need later Mm -hmm. plus I think students are so focused on the exam what the grade's going to be that kind of thing instead of just being focused on learning how to think the way that the professors are trying to get you to think which Tuttle. then
1: will help you on the exam. Exactly. Strangely enough, right? Do you do you have? Um, this brings up uh, something I've thought about over the years. So some students, uh, some professors will have, like uh, you can earn points through participation. Uh, what's your take on that?
3: Uh, I've never done that. So well, I, I actually, I won't say that, right? So I, in my most of my sort of bread and butter type courses that I've taught, I don't do that. I. Sort of demand a certain amount of participation by calling on people, yeah. and if you want to do more, that's good for you. Until right. the point which you, where you've done too much, and then we will <laughs> put a stop to that. <laughs> <laughs> for the course that I took, that uh, Michaela was in for 24 hours mm-hmm. um, <laughs> before she dropped it's it. A um, 24 it was beautiful. It was really. I'm sure the first day was kick-ass because otherwise <laughs> she would have stayed. Um, I teach this course on The Wire, which is about largely about different aspects of the criminal justice system that you can see from watching the HBO show The Wire and following the sort of thread of it. Um, I that's a class that involves participation, right? Because it doesn't really require you to unpack a case or unless a statute. And then that's statute. three L's, basically. It's too. almost all three L's. So that one, yeah. you, you have a graded participation? Yeah, there is a graded participation yeah. part to it. So I want to make sure, first of all, they're coming and that they're yeah. engaging and reading mm-hmm. the material and um, that they're going to have some opinion and say something and try to defend it. Yeah.
2: And so I just start teaching professional responsibility and there's a participation that's um, cool. part to that grade. And the idea of that participation, it's not much, but it's, you know, being professional, being engaged with the material, <coughs> attending, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I had to get in there and teach it before Bellin does, because then no <laughs> one will ever take <laughs> me again.
1: Um, I didn't realize you are teaching it this semester. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: How's it going? It you know, our students are so great that when I finished my class yesterday, I was like, okay, so now... I finished my very first PR class. They all broke up into applause.
1: Oh, oh isn't so that so
0: nice? So nice. Well, are you are probably great, earned right? it, because it's a hard crowd.
1: Believe yeah. me, I've MC'd a it's number of easy events. It's very not applaud after the first class, so they must have thought you did something right. Has
3: anyone ever applauded after your first class? No. Never oh, happened to. I've full time never that, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes I the last class, there's no <laughs> <a> applause. <fishing laughs> I don't know.
0: No, 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 no. so pleased it was over. That's so great. That's But mm-hmm. I did want to ask, because you know, you're both in administrative roles, but you also, and now you teach. I was wondering what what you like the best about your job and the sort of you know the balance of teaching and administrative work.
2: Well, I'm gonna say I like Gershwitz the best.
0: About
1: Isn't my he job. the best? <laughs> he is the best. <laughs> so so nice.
2: he is just a phenomenal partner to have yeah. in this position. I said this before.
1: He's very good at this. He he's keeps very saying he's good not. at it, yeah. and he
2: really does make me laugh. Because Works very hard. Yeah, but anyway. Um, the, you know, the best thing is the students. It's always the students. So um, there are a thousand things I do in a day, but it's when I meet with a student who maybe needs some advice or has a question or is in crisis. I mean, I don't enjoy when they're in crisis, no. but I'm really glad if I can be there to help. It's rewarding. Um, mm-hmm. And the teaching, too. It just It's a different relationship with a student. Um, and so this would be a pretty empty career if we're just kind of keeping the trains running on time and not engaging with the students. So that's the best part.
3: So if, if I had to pick a favorite part of the service, working with Patty is really you wonderful. Had to say that, though, so no, I well, no, that. I. But I'm going to be honest though and say. Is that the favorite part of my job? As much as I love her <laughs> and adore her, no, yeah. right? And like so. The go
1: see her even if you weren't in this job. That that I've
3: mentioned to that to her it. when she said, when you leave this position, <laughs> we won't spend as much time. And I said, I could come at any point. Uh, she's and like, nope. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, the to me, the t- <laughs> and a w- it's a weird thing, right? Because to get hired at William & Mary, you have to be a good teacher, but by and large, you have to be an effective and, and recognized scholar. Mm-hmm. So we're, an, an, I think, an elite research faculty and... A very good research faculty, and I don't just say that because I'm charged with promoting the research of the faculty. But um, that's what gets you hired, as long as you're a capable teacher. But to me, that I think Professor Bell would probably say the same thing: the the teaching is the most fun, right? That's yeah. the thing that's lively and, and it's just in, you know innovative and fun to do. And um, you know the service stuff, you feel good about getting the school moving and changing things and fixing things. But it's, it's really never better than like going in a classroom and teaching and getting a good response yeah. from students and actually seeing that they've learned something is really yeah. invigorating in a way that like all the other stuff is good but yeah. not that good. But it's right? funny
1: that so your your question is kind of what's the best thing about your administrative job and yeah. so uh, Dean Roberts was answer the question because she's a professional and then your answer (laughs) was basically like the thing that you're not able to do as much (laughs) because of your administrative (laughs) job he yearns for that yeah but it's it's split in the sense that you're really the dean the vice dean of the faculty and so most
3: students wouldn't understand this i think but there are two administrative deans but they're not equal right so the vice dean does i think would be safe to say 80 percent of the work so she's doing an enormous amount of stuff compared to what i'm doing i'm doing M- enough stuff to make me fairly grouchy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> she's doing eighty percent right. of the real and work the when it comes to that.
1: Like and, and the bulk of student, yes, uh, what you call like the dean of students job, I think, is, is yeah. in the vice dean mm-hmm. category. So, so you don't interact. Yeah. So so when she yeah. says the best part of the job is the students, she's talking about um, you know handling
3: a lot more yeah, m- than you are. Yeah, for my job, I would, I'd I interact with the faculty yeah. for that. Which but you didn't
1: mention as the best part of your No, I don't think I wrong. would. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I, so I will say, I actually really like our colleagues. I've taught in three law schools, and far and away, this is the best place to work. We have wonderful people here. But at the end of the day, right, the faculty are not as much fun as actually yeah. teaching students and shaping something. Faculty talk and students listen, and um, it, it's much more enjoyable to be in class, they're I, th- I you, think.
1: They're coming to you with complaints.
3: Well, some of them are complaints, and some of them are constructive ideas for could we do this or could we do that. And sometimes they have suggestions that we actually create. So that part is neat. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, but just to be perfectly candid, right, like the teaching is just much more fun. Mm
2: And there's such a greater impact. I mean, it's really a ripple effect, right? So Mm. a former student now is just... Um, sworn in as the U.S. attorney and right. or one of the U.S. attorneys. I mean, that's so exciting. And to think that you knew that student when, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. that's really, you know that they're going to do so much good in the world, all the students who leave this school. And that, I think, is a reason to devote your life to this profession.
0: <laughs> I'm sold. You should, you should shut the chills. thing down right wow. after that that's statement.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah that's the, a closer. The, she's like a, a professional administrator. She's got, like Beyond. The, the <laughs> yeah. She's got things... She's ready to come with, and we we like give her the opening. We well, Was they'd
3: say in Texas, like this is not her first rodeo, right? <laughs> it's like right. she's <laughs> she's good. managed a whole bunch of stuff at this school, right? Yeah, totally. Whereas like for most people who do one of these jobs, they've never done it before. Yeah. Their only qualification to manage anything is they happen to work here, yeah. right? And, right. <laughs> and so they, they think, well, the <laughs> right. like selection and done. so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say <laughs> the yeah. last, the and and I, I say that, but the people who end up as the vice dean of the school, let's be honest, right, are people who are really capable at this totally sort of like thing. They yeah. just have varied skill sets, right. And then Jeff, like, there's the rest of us, right, who no, are just d- like never not particularly, particularly skilled at this, right. Right. I uh, hope
1: that, uh, uh, no. So I did the where should people sit. I'm all about concrete advice. Yeah. And oh, so you want concrete? I feel like concrete advice. No oh. one okay. ever gives you concrete advice, and and we didn't really get it here, and we won't. <laughs> oh, well. We're like, so what about this? Um, what classes conc- should you avoid here at William & Mary Law School, and which professors?
3: What should you not take? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I can't um, answer that question. <laughs>
0: Real talk. <laughs> those can. professors so, don't listen well, to I this. mean, I
3: won't tell you, like, don't tell like, We have a very good teaching faculty, and I'm not just sort of blowing smoke. We have very good teaching faculty. Um, you shouldn't take classes where you're going to be like, way off a lot lot of advice you get is like go outside your comfort zone try something new and that's good advice but not for like taking corporate taxation right don't do that right so if you have if you say i don't want to know what i want to do with my life well then take corporations and trusts and estates and criminal procedure take a variety of things but don't feel compelled to be like well i feel as though i'm going to be an expert in this and i will go take every really detailed little class Um, If you don't know any background in that, I think some classes are kind of, I wouldn't set foot in them if it were me. So um, that's sort of an un-PC answer because I think most faculty wouldn't give that answer, but that's that's the way I see it.
2: Well, I think it comes back to balance again, and that is that, you know, um, you don't want to take something where you're completely out of your comfort zone and it's not an interest you have and you think you just have to take that technical course, but at the same time, you don't want to take, like, all courses that are small boutique courses mm-hmm. in obscure yeah. areas that you're n- never going to practice law in that area. And it might be really exciting and interesting, like the right. wire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not really. But, um, th- but then you you're not learning the the basics that you need for the bar exam, for totally. instance. Yeah. So totally. I think it's great to have one of those courses each semester, maybe, or yeah. um, you know, a couple you of those courses, but not all your.
3: You got to take some stuff that is for yourself, that's of interest to you, and you got to take some stuff that's for the bar or that you feel like you should take. But you really just can't plan everything. So okay. I took environmental law. I did I what I'd call, I did a Michaela, which is I went for one day. Right. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm out of here. Come on, There's Too many alphabet letters in here. And then I ended up in a law firm where I did an environmental insurance case for a year and a half. Wow. And I felt like, wow, I wish I had stayed in that class. This job would be a hell of a lot yeah. easier if I'd done that, but like you just can't plan for everything, right? right. That's
1: so, and these big classes that everyone takes, like administrative law or evidence, like they're they're mm-hmm. everyone takes them for a reason. I didn't yeah. take admin.
3: You <laughs> could <laughs> play the game of did you take it, and there's a whole <laughs> bunch of things I didn't take, yeah. and but I but think that's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not gonna like it's gonna break your career, but yeah. they'll they'll yeah. Be, it'll come up more often than you realize, yeah. and you'll wish you had taken it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah, I agree. I actually think that um, having studied for the bar recently, I mm-hmm. think. Um, I have to say I'm very glad I didn't waste too much time taking classes that I knew deep in my heart were (laughs) going to be very boring to me. But that I felt like I should take for purposes of the bar. Because the truth is, is by the time you get to studying for the bar, you don't really remember all of it anyway. And you learn it. With Barbary or Themis yeah. or Kaplan, mm-hmm. if you do Kaplan, which yeah. to be honest, I don't know if I'd recommend it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 no, I'm just
0: kidding. I don't know. I have no idea about Kaplan. <laughs> yeah. No idea. But like, you know,
3: you. I you thought you took a good bar prep I course. I did take you? a good bar prep I course. I hear the people they hire for that are exceptional.
0: They're fabulous. You were one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I. I what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we're Go doing on. a bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think like don't waste your time feeling like you need to take classes to prepare for the bar bar, unless it's going to help you later on manage your anxiety about taking the bar. I think that's good advice. You used to say, take uh, one for me, one for them.
3: Yeah, I I live in a one for you, one for me kind of world, right? And so um, I wouldn't take a course for the bar but I'd take a, co- for the most part, yeah. but I would take evidence, even if you're like, A, it doesn't interest evidence. me, and I don't no. like Bellin, I would still take it, it definitely because take it's it. a it's a course that's important, not because it's on the exam. Couldn't agree now more. Now, there is a subset of advice, I think, and I wonder if Dean Roberts agrees with this. Um, lots of people are good at different things, right? I was good at law school. I'm bad at baseball, right? But if you're not great at law school, then you should take some of the bar prep courses, because it can't hurt, right? And the test is hard. And that's it's that's so, really so important true. to pass. It's so important to pass, yes. True.
2: Yep. That's a no. good point. No, I, I think that's true. I think also if you're not good at law school exams, which I think sometimes people think I'm not good at law school, but really it's you're right. not good at Great the point. law school exams, which are, you know, at the end of the semester, yep. typically about the whole semester's yes. worth of material, then make sure that you're taking some courses that will assess you in different ways or mm. clinics or externships or more things that are more active learning and participation. Um, but at the same time, I think. I- Sometimes people come into law school and they're like, oh, as Professor Kirschewitz was saying, I have to take every course in this exact area because that's what I know I'm going to do. It takes, uh, there is no real specialty that you develop in law school and you never know what it is you're going to do afterwards. You really have to learn a lot of stuff on the job. Totally. So you're learning how to learn when you're in law school. And
1: and many matters involve many different subjects. Exactly. But but I want to bring up a point that, uh, or highlight a point you raised, which is so important for students to hear which is that some of the students that have most impressed me through my time here uh, and at other schools um, were not good at exams. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't do well on exams and they thought of themselves as not, uh, you know, not excelling or or those things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I would be talking to them and and they would be so impressive. And I could just see that they were gonna have fabulous careers as lawyers because so much of what you do as a lawyer has nothing to do with like how well you would have done on a issue spotting exam. Mm -hmm. And it is really important to, to, to just take to heart what you said that like getting a bad grade in a class doesn't mean you're bad at law school mm-hmm. no. or you're going to be a bad lawyer it's all on a curve and everybody has you know things that they're uh, they get and things that they don't get and and there's a lot more to being a lawyer than that mm-hmm.
0: absolutely right. i think that's totally right
1: <laughs> and a downer mm-hmm. where have i yeah. sucked the energy
0: go, Here we <What>? go. <laughs>
1: No, I do. I do want to do our game. game. Yes.
3: Yeah. 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 We have our game. Right, yeah.
0: So. We like to play a game here in office hours. Right,
1: so, are you going to do any of them? All right, so yeah. 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 All right. So let's. start. Uh, so this first, well, you get to choose uh, what would you rather be, and then you have two choices, and you have to pick one, and you have to do it quickly. You can't spend too much time thinking of it.
2: Do we do it like at the same time, or do we do it? You're
3: going to alternate between us think so
0: How many yeah find? we um that's a piece of this we didn't think <laughs> through so Alright. yeah so we like one
3: person earmuffs it while the other hears Is yes go happens? into
0: our soundproof, soundproof. booth <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> no um yeah, yeah so i think so we'll start i, and I think I'll whoever has the impulse go
1: ahead yeah okay. so i'll i'll ask uh, no I mean, oh okay yeah you can e- e- either jump in i guess but that will give them a chance to out, get out He'll i'm, I'm going to start go with first. okay Gersh. First, and right. make here's your choice you can either be the william mary law librarian or the william mary football coach football coach
3: That's If you go fast, you can jump in. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And none of the above is not an option, right? Right. So, first of all, I don't know the rules of football. Me (laughs) neither. I don't see the point of the whole exercise. It's like a bunch of people running into each other with a ball. I don't don't get it. I
2: never want to be a law librarian. Oh, that's
3: right. gotta so be, so bad. That's it's it's pick, gotta be better. It's gotta be
1: better than bike. That just shows what a great question it was. Yeah. Yeah. That that is, is it says cool something about You question. would rather <laughs>
3: get a <laughs> <laughs> you would rather deal with people who are gonna get a concussive injury than look for books. Yeah. So my players
2: would be <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> a vice that's a vice dean for you right there. All right. Wait, but why would you not wanna be a law librarian? I mean
2: I love our law librarians. I think they do a great job. I wouldn't wanna take anything away from their expertise. They're great at it.
3: I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. Plus, they have nice office space. Let's be honest. Yeah.
1: You know, I was thinking of Jim Heller as the law librarian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What a great guy. He has a nice office, too. And a good job, I think, right? But the football coach is also a really good job. Yeah. Football coach is probably not a bad job. So the football
3: coach would be paid better, obviously, right?
1: Well, I think. And that's part of the But that's a good thing. It's a high stress job. High stress competition.
2: I have mm. to say, my family's going to be like totally stunned. I picked football coach. I'm stunned so to be it was honest. Like,
1: it was like your true inner yeah. self. Yeah, it was like
3: I want to be the football coach. In no, I just don't want to be the coach. Law <laughs> <lawyer>. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but and you I don't want either. Look. Well, I would definitely take the librarian over the football. Okay, coach, okay. So but know. if God, you weren't, God, if God. you weren't a, appro- okay, all right, you do the next one. Okay,
0: would you rather be the dean of the law school or the griffin mascot? You know what the griffin mascot is? It's oh the yeah, William and Mary yeah, mascot. We work here actually. Okay, I had to ask, so I just want to know.
3: Well, I can answer that first while well, you thank you. Um, so, I think I would take the mascot for the following reason <laughs> the dean of the law school is a stressful job. Yeah. A right. of so, hours. there's not even the hours, it's just you are responsible for a whole host of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we're responsible for a bunch of stuff, but there's still somebody above us if right. crap goes wrong. Right. Um, and that's, that's a lot of responsibility. And I don't know that I'd want to deal with that, right? It is hot inside the mascot, but I think <laughs> I'd still choose that. It's <laughs> also <laughs> a little
0: demoralizing, don't
3: you think? Well, who would know you're in there, though? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. You've given
1: some real <laughs> thought in the last <laughs> seven seconds to both of these. That's great. But
2: You know, I like the yin and yang of us because I would rather be the Dean than the Griffin mascot. And yeah. the Dean, this was a hard one, the Dean's job, not really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. really yeah, In Virginia <laughs> In too, In no Virginia. less. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. really n- not such an attractive mascot like not <laughs> Yeah. Not one that really mm-hmm. It's not a would sexy like mascot. Hug. You know, uh-huh. probably sure. <laughs> little children.
0: For <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. sure.
3: Great. That,
1: that yeah. was a great question again. Written by of. Professor Bell. <laughs> I
3: thought that was a good question. <laughs> it right, is a great here's question. Here's the
1: next one. Uh, would you rather be the president of the university? Or whatever job Professor Neil Devins has. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one we're going to be on the same that's page. That's easy, right?
3: <laughs> so we would like to have Neil's job. Right? Like, um, I absolutely. think everyone
2: would like to have Neil's job. What, yeah. what does he do? Well, so yeah. he teaches
3: classes sure. like the rest of us do. But he runs this school program that basically brings all these celebrity – I mean, to the extent there's like a celebrity <laughs> law professor or a lawyer, if that, that's a thing he brings them all here. They, you know, get they to they hang come. out with him. Yeah. They That's all come. Though. He's really yeah. actually very well connected, right? Interesting. You'd be, he'd be surprised. Well He's very well connected. He's very good at that job. Um, whereas the president of university has to, like, Ask people for money a lot, right? Yeah. Why so yeah, not? Neil gets to spend money, and the other person gets <laughs> sure. to go get money. He sure. Has like A
1: pot of money that he divvies out Does as, as whim. Yeah, so yeah. well, I I his whim. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaker. I wouldn't but say
3: it as, as whim. Okay, back off. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> the like really the administrators both lean forward <laughs> at the same yeah, time, yeah, like yeah, no, cut that, He
2: gets to do really cool things, and he's always called on to be an expert on the Supreme Court, and so you know. Well, that I think
3: is different from his position. That's just based on the fact that he's like set himself up. He's really had. A sort of a neat spot, that research-wise. Like, I'll just promote our faculty Yeah, just go a ahead, second. Please, please. He has. It, it really is, isn't <laughs> it? He has come up with a lot of research that he's done on um, political affiliation and partisan affiliation mm-hmm. and how behavior is affected by that and like could there be a better time to have built to that specialty than right now? And so he's extremely in demand. Like it's almost to the point where it offends me that every time I open email, it's either that like Professor Bellin or Professor Devons is quoted in the news and I sit there by my phone and I wonder like whatever <laughs> happened to my career. Yeah, huh. All right.
1: Here's a question for you. <laughs> I, think I was like these questions suck. Why do I have to ask <laughs> them?
0: No, I didn't think that. All right. Okay. If you could hire one lateral from the teaching staff at Hogwarts, who would it be?
3: So yeah. um, I, we did say there was no cursing on this show yeah. in, in, the, in the lead up. But I would say, and this is an unconventional answer, I would pick Professor Snape, and that's here's exactly why. Who I would pick. I'll that's tell exactly you why. Who. He's a get done kind of person, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, and so he might not be the kindest person, but he would Seriously. he would get things fixed around sure. places, right? Which is, you know, he'd have a big effect, which is nice, yeah, right? I, I have an interesting story about um, Harry Potter, though, I'll which is hear. that when I was in my second year of law school, that's the point at which you go to interview for judicial clerkships. Mm-hmm. And so I was on the judicial clerkship circuit, and I showed up in this federal appellate judge's office, and the first question she asked to me is, "What's the last book that you read?" and this is like the year 1999 before this was like a big big thing and i said harry potter <laughs> which is not the most sophisticated <laughs> answer That's to awesome. give to a federal appellate judge and you want to know what happened
0: she did loved you it get the job. I,
3: I did not get that job oh, <laughs> did uh-huh. not get that job yeah,
2: ahead, okay, all
0: right go ahead okay all right what's a better use of your time would you say William & Mary Law
1: School? Surf, surfing the, you, you're, you're botching the question. <laughs> I'm botching
0: it? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm getting, I'm getting notes website. on air. Go ahead. <laughs> Why don't you ask it, bud? <laughs> better use of time. Surfing the William & Mary Law School website or flossing your teeth?
3: <laughs> so I think surfing the website is a Absolutely. better use of time, right? For the Because, A, you might learn something or correct something. Or, um, we often surf. Whereas, like, all that dental stuff is overrated, right? <laughs> if you think about yeah. it. So, like, they tell you have to go to the dentist every six months. What? But like, every six months, right? But do you go to, like, the cardiologist every six months? It seems yeah. like <laughs> it seems like a scheme being run by dentists to, like, generate fees, don't yeah. you okay. think? Okay. So, so I think the flossing is, flossing, flossing, is flossing is, like, a gimmick not that's not that important, right? No, sure. What do you think?
2: Uh, I think flossing is important. I'm a little concerned about your lack of importance <laughs> in <gimmicks> the <laughs> flossing. But um, I think between the two, I'd rather surf the web and we often not do the web hold on oh the, 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 William the Mary. law school website yes okay yeah. this sorry. is a trick
1: question because professor Gershwitz's is kind of in charge of it right so yeah, it's a little thing. Yeah, i'm yeah. not in charge of it but i but he's, he's nudge the stage a little <laughs> <but> <laughs> flossing, yeah um, <laughs> you're not in charge of flossing apparently.
3: you could read all the news stories that jeff bellon has been quoting. <laughs> right. so wouldn't you rather do that than floss <laughs> or the question. op-eds that he's written
0: right. i just read a great one actually in yeah. um about um, I, mean, I
3: don't remember what they I are. I can't remember. <laughs> Something about US, criminal but justice but reform, mm, right? Awesome. Ma- mandatory yeah. minimums. Yes, and mandatory minimums.
0: Like uh, it was in the Hill for anybody who's right. interested. Yeah, yeah, the Hill. The yeah, Hill. That's I, the I one. B- yeah. that's, right. that's the no one. B e l l i n. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah. for yeah. those of you listening, yeah. could you have yeah. chosen a better law school to attend? No, certainly not. So good on you. Look at these two. Unbelievable. They're great. They're just great. Well, Dean Roberts, Dean Gershwitz, thank you so much for joining us on Office Hours.
2: Well, thank you. It's been really fun. Has, has it? I've enjoyed, <laughs>
3: enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Don't sound so <laughs>
2: surprised.
3: No, I, I can't hide my emotions.
1: Well, that's our show with Dean Roberts, Dean Gershwitz. I thought it went really well.
0: It's great. They're so fun and good-humored.
1: The one thing that didn't come through is how hard they work. Also. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Wow. And don't let them fool you, a- especially what we were talking about with Gershwitz. there. He's working so yeah. hard. He's yeah. working so hard. Both, both of
1: them. I mean, and, and Dean Roberts like built these clinics through hard work on yes. her part. Uh, they're, they're just both. They're incredible. Um, yeah, incredible work ethics, too. Uh, and so we wanted to also now interview a new member of the team.
0: Yeah. This year we've got an executive producer, and also on air personality. Maybe. Maybe. I guess I am now. Yeah, he is <laughs> right. now. That's right. That's yeah, right. Say that. This is Scott McCultry. McMurtry. Gosh <laughs> darn it. What That's is it? Right. Everybody
1: messed up. You're just like all the professors. Oh so good. I'm, say I'm, it, used to this. Say it loud and proud. It's McMurtry. M-C-M-U-R-T-R-Y.
0: McMurtry. Yes. The Irish?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's I think we believe the name is Scottish, but I'm also Scottish. Irish.
0: But you're also Irish. It's all, yeah.
1: It's a whole. Distinction <laughs> without a difference.
0: And it's Scott, what year are you in law school?
1: I am a third year student.
0: Your third year. Okay, yes. great. And you've been a long time listener.
1: Of course. Yeah,
0: sure. You also have a podcast <laughs> of your own, isn't That's that right? correct. What's that called?
1: It's called Shot Takes. Ooh, Shot it
0: Takes. Tell us about that. It's a
1: free flowing discussion about the NBA and whatever else we decided to talk about between myself and three of my law school friends.
0: Amazing. And what do you think about that LeBron move to, to the Lakers?
1: The. Not I to, I don't look, I don't want <laughs> to, yeah, podcast,
0: I don't want to, I want to stay in my no, lane. I know yeah. this is something that Shot Takes is going to cover probably. Oh, we've covered it. <laughs> oh, you've covered it. So okay. Yeah. It happened good, a little while good good
1: ago. Or bad, maybe. Um, maybe. Initially I said bad and the more I uh, absorb it, I think it's okay, good okay. for the league. You know who yeah, we should good. get on the podcast at some point? And I feel like uh, this year is our last chance uh, is Paul Rowley. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't you think? Or like I talk to speak of a basketball I've thought about that. Yeah. Paul, you listening? Yeah
0: call scott <laughs> mcmultry mcmurtry
1: mcmurtry <laughs> <laughs> i think you messed that
3: one up on purpose <laughs>
1: so, I,
3: to <laughs> be honest be i wish it i did yeah.
0: um well that's so cool scott we're so happy to have you and you're going to be hearing that baritone on the airwaves pretty regularly so listen up office hours fans so.
1: it's good to be here
0: and with that we wish you a great rest of your week yeah and we'll see you next time also true. It's so funny. Like I'm so distracted by your glasses. <laughs>